New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Reverend Robert over here. D right here. Reverend Bill down over here. And we're a few ministers talking shit this morning. <laughs> Welcome to Friday. We do this every Friday morning, 7 o'clock here on the Mountain Time Zone. And yes, we have a very special guest with us uh, this morning, our friend Reverend Bill Marcioni from the Center or from New Thought Philadelphia, uh, an independent New Thought center and community in uh in and around philadelphia pennsylvania so reverend bill welcome to be welcome to uh ministers talking shit thank you it is wonderful to be here and i'm having uh complete flashbacks to when i used to do zany morning radio shows <laughs> ah, see we learn stuff about people every time we do this show folks so uh yeah you're gonna feel right at home here this morning because <laughs> sometimes gets a little zany uh but it sometimes yes. gets a little deep too and uh, folks, please do feel free to join us in the conversation. Chat along in the comments. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the share button. Let your friends know what we're doing. Uh, and feel free to use our email, ministertalk at ntmedia.org, if that works better for you as well. All right. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Let's. Uh, good morning. You know, we got a lot, lot to talk about this morning. We've been having a great conversation preparing here. Uh, and one of the topics we really want to kind of hit on, and mostly because we've got Reverend Bill here, Philadelphia this week announced a return to an indoor mask mandate. Yep. Uh, it would appear the latest wave of COVID is uh, coming on strong, and Philadelphia is hoping to get out in front of it. Bill, what's it? What's the what's the temperature there? What's it feel like? How are people responding to this? Um everybody is very uh we're, we're ready to be done with the pandemic we are ready to be done with COVID. although it uh, seems like we get to be a little bit practical about that because it seems like COVID is not ready to be done with us so uh in <clears throat> philadelphia actually in the country i think we're up a hundred percent in case counts in the last 14 days so and if that's going on everywhere and oh by the way you remember how scared everybody was with the case counts in april of 2020 Nationwide, we're at the same case counts, actually a little, a little higher. It was 31,000 then, it's 33,000 now. So, <clears throat> yeah, there's vaccines, and yeah, people are gotten, getting used to it, and yeah, Omicron and BA2, MOUSE is not as whatever as the other thing could have been. But that's still a lot of people getting sick. Yeah. And 
at this point, everybody knows the story about somebody who's you know, who's gotten ill, including friends who are sick now and you know wondering if they're going to need to go into the hospital or respiratory therapists and things like that. And so the pragmatic side says, take care of business. You know, yeah, yeah I'm 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 impatient. I would like the case counts to go back down so I can resume my leisure life like I did last June and July. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I found myself running out of the house last night um, to pick up my wife from the hospital. And uh, and I was like, I don't have a mask. Where's the mask? Go to a hospital. And I, don't have... and, oh, I used to have a great collection of masks right at hand and have, uh, have kind of let that slide a little bit. So, you know, folks, uh, it's the time, I think, to... Uh, to be diligent again, go dig out your masks, clean them, get some KN95s, whatever it is you like. But we've got to start being a, a bit more diligent about this again. Yeah, because, you know, also uh, last few days we saw high numbers in D.C. with uh, with key political operatives, if you will, that, um, you know, Pelosi yeah. and a couple others uh, were infected. So... You know, it, it, I, I hate to use that that scene with Jack Nichols. You know, I'm back. Uh, that, <laughs> that, uh, you know, that doesn't seem appropriate. But uh, yeah, you know, it, it's 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 amazing of what we as as human beings can feel comfortable with and continue to do without any problem, and something that's more life saving uh we we fight it you know uh yeah it's it's uncomfortable wearing the mask sometime and it's uh you know definitely not a fashion statement although during the pandemic there was some fashion statement mask being made but i think you know to me at the heart of the issue is how much do we value life i mean i'll wear a mask every day if it's going to you know, if it's going to save my life and other people's lives, all right, I may not like it. Right. I might, I don't like to get up in the morning every time, but I know I got to go to work. So I still get up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, we want to do a quick shout out to our friend uh, here in Colorado, Linda Plasters. Uh, glad to know, Linda. Um, there was a, folks, if you don't know it, out here in the West, there's no such thing as wildfire season anymore. It's just wildfire time it, all year long, any day of the year, any time of the year, a wildfire can break out. There's there was a wildfire in Colorado here over the last couple of days, and uh, glad to know you're you're not in harm's way there, Linda. Uh, very glad you to know that. Good morning, Fiona, all the way from Geneva, or afternoon where you are. Glad you're with us as well here today. So, the, you know, let me let me just jump in on that one for a second because okay. every I lived in Florida for a while and you know was there during Hurricane Andrew, which was uh, quite extraordinary. And there are earthquakes and wildfires and tornadoes in other parts of the country, and we don't really get very much of that in Philadelphia. So I consider myself blessed to to, to note that we do not have wildfire season over here. We have rain every once in a while. The Schuylkill River fills up and floods over a little bit on the highway there, and uh... that that did happen last year. That was um, that was uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. However, well, and let's say it this way: Philadelphia was safe this week because you guys didn't get a subway shooting. We did not. 
Although, <clears throat> as with everything, the guy has an address in Philly and rented his van in Philly. Everybody, oh. another brush with greatness. Philadelphia touches all the news. Yes. Uh, if you haven't heard folks, Frank James is his name, 62 years old. Um, and yeah, they're, they found an apartment with, uh, with smoke bombs and, and leftover magazines and, uh, and uh, a stun gun and stuff like that in Philadelphia. So um, anytime something like this happens, folks, uh, we feel it's a duty to raise up that call and remind people we can have responsible gun ownership in America. We don't now. We don't advocate for, quote, gun control or just eliminating all guns. We have a Second Amendment here. I personally would like to see that repealed, but I know that's never going to happen. Uh, and uh, until, you know, we totally readjust America. But, uh, but we've got to find a way for more responsible ownership. Maybe a national registry. And that's another part. The gun this guy used was purchased in Ohio. Um, so purchase it in Ohio, how is anybody supposed to know? Um, and this guy's had numerous run-ins with the law in New, in New York City, numerous arrests previously in New York City. Is it possible, guys, for us to have responsible gun ownership in this country? Or is it? are we just destined for a new version of the Wild Wild West where if you don't have one on your hip, you're a target? Yeah, I, you know, I... The, the the statements, if you will, of gun ownership in the founding of this country uh, are so deeply rooted. And so this the whole, you know, protect yourself and, you know, what do I'm going to let go of my handgun when you cry from my cold, dead hands kind of a mentality. Um, it, it, it's the uphill battle. And especially when the leaders and and legislators that are in the majority right now are all for guns right there was a story that i heard this week uh about uh and i think it was last weekend there was a shootout outside of a bar in texas and it started out as a bar brawl and then it turned into multiple shootings because everybody was armed and so you think about that. Well, okay, being armed actually didn't keep anybody safe because the bar brawl escalated into a gunfight, uh, which is probably not a good idea. Oh, by the way, let's consider the wisdom of mixing alcohol and firearms anyway. Right. Um, so, you know, maybe there's another way of approaching that. And the closest that I'm, I'm not a gun owner. I, I, I know how to shoot. I have some targets with some holes all the way in the middle of them, and uh, I don't have a need to own a gun. Um, just because I shoot my mouth off <laughs> so effectively. But, you know, the, the, the closest I have to a lethal weapon is a car. And in order to drive the car, I have a license. And I had to prove that I knew how to use the drive the car safely and uh, with some sort of uh, expertise. And I think that something like that would be completely reasonable for gun ownership. And maybe even with a license renewal to prove that you haven't gone completely off the deep end crazy in the intervening years since the license was issued. You know, mm -hmm. the Second Amendment says we can own guns. It doesn't say we all get to own as many as we want. Right, right, right. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Can and I have a bazooka, please? No, yeah. you can't have a bazooka. <laughs> not, not unless you're gonna stink a Russian ship with it, but that's yeah, the story right. we'll get to later. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, it, you know, the, the, it, oddly enough, 
uh, you know, there's the universal principle of uh, it goes by many names: cause and effect, polarity, duality, or or, or, or dual uh, perspectives, and and therein lies the work, right? Uh, no matter what point you take, someone else is going to take the other point, right? And so, you, you know, for me, it seems that the 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 challenge or, or the or the hope is that we make the gap between the point A and point B a lot smaller, so that movement between the two points is so small that the differences are basically nuances, as opposed to where it is now. The two sides are so far apart that when that pendulum swings from that cause and effect or that correspondence, it creates havoc. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And remember, folks, we don't pretend to have all the answers here. We pretend to have some answers and we like to to consider because it, as Z is saying, it's never just black and white. It really isn't. It's there are all shades of what happens here and um and we've got to remember there is overlaying all of these things we talk about the mental health concerns that are happening in america and north america and i imagine in other parts of the world as well that we're not treating those with mental health issues but we can let them get a gun and so much the same way, uh, let's come back to Bill's car analogy. If you go to the doctor and you have surgery or you have something, oftentimes the doctor will say, okay, no driving for three days. Or mm. I'm going to, I'm taking, you know, you need to stop driving for a while until we let the healing happen, let whatever it is that's in your, they just pumped into your body, take its mm -hmm. course. And, and then once you're back to normal, once you're back to heal, then we can bring you, then you can start driving again. We could be doing the same thing, I think, with firearms as well. I, I'm sorry, Mr. Smith, but we're now in a mental health situation and we're going to ask you to rescind your guns for a little while. Yeah. Again, be very hard sell. Yeah. And, and, and the other challenge is the, the illegal sale of guns where, where, you know, even the laws and, and, and stop gaps that we do have right now aren't followed, you know, so, you know, right. they won't buy, they, I'll go meet, you know, someone in the, in, in the back alley and just buy it out of the trunk with tons of ammunition. It's, it's a, we have to change the culture, which is, uh, you know, what we, what we propose to put yeah. forward, right? Create a, create a world where, where, where it works for everyone and that there's a, there's a loving uh, respect for life that, you know, we don't take it so cavalier and just say, ah, well, I'll just shoot this guy or I'll shoot this girl or whatever, you know, yeah. that's what it seems like now. The, uh, the guy in Sacramento a week or so ago, um, similar situation, right? Guns, um, young men, clubbing out out in the clubs so we know there's alcohol being mixed in and this guy went on live went on a live broadcast a live facebook or broadcast of some sort pointing the gun at the camera we know there was some some intent to go out and let's say create some mischief um 
and and we end up with a very similar experience of a shootout in the streets after the bars closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's not everybody was strapped, so not everybody was involved. But so there were probably more more hurt in that one because not everybody. I, I I wish we had an answer yeah. to give people truly. Yeah, but but what it does it highlights. It highlights three issues that we need to address mental health substance abuse and guns uh and 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 given what everyone has gone through in the last couple of years we know alcohol use and sales are up they've been reported we know mental health issues are up it's been reported uh you know so and gun and 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 gun purchase and violence has gone up. I mean, right there in Philly, they, Philly is having a real banner year, which is unfortunate on, on, you know, crime right now. Yep. Right. And, you know, if we, if, if we as a collective group, you know, either stand back and say, oh, well, that's them, not me, or that's in Philly, not in Colorado. It is like any living thing. It will spread. It will grow. It will get stronger. And it's better to try to put some stop gaps and, and mitigation steps in plan now before it gets to a point uh, like there's a thing called a virus that keeps rearing his head because some say we took too long to make any effective moves towards stopping it and vaccinating it or whatever we were trying to do. Whatever it was, they said, had we done it earlier, the numbers and the results would have been different. I get into these conversations and when it's obvious that we don't, we're not going to be able to solve this ourselves right here, you know, the three of us on, <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, that's where it, the thing that's so important to me is, uh, is the new thought teaching, the spiritual principle to know that we can set an intention for something to happen and not have to figure out how it's going to happen yeah, right. and surrender right. it. Sometimes that's so difficult to do to know that somehow love is unfolding. You know, you look at what's going on in, uh, I think it's Singapore, where they're having a, a huge outbreak. Well, the fact that they can have a huge outbreak now means that it was because they didn't have a huge outbreak before. They kept themselves safe for that long. I think the same thing is going on in Tonga, um, you know, where they were uh, immune or safe from the virus for the longest time, and then there's a huge outbreak. So, you know, we, we can look at something that happened and say, oh, well, see, that was the problem but maybe there's something else that's going on that gets to unfold in a different way. So uh, I don't know that there's a need for lots and lots of gun violence. That seems to be what's going on now. So I get to turn my attention to something different and say, God knows how that's going to change. But that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm inviting. That's the faith piece, right? That, that the piece that all of us are called to be in is a sense of faith that there is a higher order working itself through, and and this um, this disease, if you will, is working its healing experience, is going through its own healing experience. Yeah, yeah. And what you know, what sort of a gift is it that the 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 Frank James, the, the shooter in New York, had such bad aim? I mean, he yeah. was a really, he was, you know, it was a horrible situation. He was really bad at it. Yeah, true. Um, the, the gun jammed and yeah, it, when, when I first heard the story break, I would, my thought was, oh, and 
then I heard that nobody died. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's when was the last time you heard of a mass shooting in America, folks, where nobody died? It's yeah. So and, incremental, incremental good, right? And if you've ever been on the subway in New York City, you know uh, it's. Uh, I mean, you you got to be extra horrible to be on the New York subway <laughs> at that time in the morning, and you know, and shoot, and and no one, thank God, gets killed because I was in New York for. 15 years riding those subways and in the morning going to work they are packed to the max yeah and they're no no less crowded today than they were <laughs> they're definitely crowded all right hey but let's uh let's uh remind folks if you're wondering what you've stumbled into this is <laughs> ministers talking shit it happens every friday morning here on the new thought media network my co-host reverend lz and i are here each week and today joined by our dear friend Reverend Bill Marcioni from New Thought Philadelphia. Let's talk about the other elephant in the room. What happens if Elon Musk actually buys Twitter? So it's been revealed that he owned a 9% stake in Twitter. Um, when the board at Twitter found out about that, they offered him a, so a spot on the board. They offered him a seat on the board and he said, no, thanks. I'm just going to do a top hostile takeover by you out. Uh, stock prices for Twitter are up. If you if you own Twitter, I'd suggest holding on to it for a little bit longer until this shakes out. What do we see here? Um, is this really about free speech? Is there enough Elon Musk to go around? Um, would he let Donald Trump back on the platform? He's got some. Yeah, well, what I think, I, I think this is the comic relief. I think he's going to send a SpaceX rocket to the station. They're going to send a tweet to the Twitter platform that's going to tell the Tesla car to go do whatever. Uh, so they're going to they're going to figure out, you know, he, he's going to figure out how to connect all three of these companies together to create a whole nother world of uh, technical opportunities. Um, and so it's, you know, I, I saw an ad there was making that a lot of the numbers and what he's offering has 420 in it. And 420 is coming up and uh, he's a big 420 proponent, you know. So, of course, there'll be all manner of uh, speculation going on in there. But I, I think at the heart of it, he's an ambitious, rich, uh, probably filthy rich guy that is smart. Um, and he's going after anything his heart's desire. And he likes to get high and go, hey, I got an idea. Let's go buy Twitter. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. so, all right. So is Elon preparing to corner the marijuana industry? Is that what's really happening here? <laughs> I mean, he could have a big <laughs> Yet to be seen. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. You heard it here first, folks. Bill, and so he's also trying to bring Bill. Jack Dorsey back, the creator of Twitter, who, by the way, just sold one of the EFTs uh, and EFT for the first Twitter he made for $2.9 million. Now, somebody go figure that out. Wait, well, I want to check that story because I heard he offered it for $2.9. It, like it was offered originally for $48 million. Okay. All right. 
we're, we're, we're going to dig into that story a little bit more, folks. But uh, Bill, what do you what do you see in all this? Um, I see the the this the same dance that's been going on since uh, social media became possible. I, I was involved in um, when the printing industry turned into the digital printing industry, and we had the ability to personalize the content that we were printing and sending to people. And now it's all gone uh, online, so we can personalize everything. And the first time I considered making a personalized magazine where you get the news that's tailored for your tastes, I was aghast. Because if I can choose what I'm interested in and that's all that I hear about, that could be a problem. And the word for that now is echo chamber. And the I, I'm all in favor of free speech and letting anybody say anything that they want on Twitter. Uh, although some people say things that are um, offensive, which is their right. But they also say things that are not true. And because there's nobody fact-checking and there's nobody moderating, you, you can tell uh, a, a, who a journalist is by the retractions, by the ways that they say, yeah, we got this one wrong. Right. There are a lot of news platforms, and especially Twitter, where people are just BS crazy and never retract anything, and other people are quoting them. And that's, I think, where the, the, the challenge comes in. And it's going to wind up being a real difficulty as we balance free speech with the, 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 the need for uh, some semblance of balance and truth in the world. Because we're, we're getting upended at this point. Yeah. Is yeah. Elon Musk the guy to do it? I'm not so sure. Yeah. That, that's yet to be seen as well. Hey, I did find this story, Z. So here it is, folks. The original tweet was sold last year for 2.9. Yep. The guy that bought it offered it up at 48 million at auction. And the article I'm looking at says the high bid was $280. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think they said it was worth 999,000, 900, I mean, $9,968, a 2.9 million drop from right. what it was. Uh, you know, and, and but but you know when when as eclectic as Mr. Musk is, and and Jack Dorsey, because you got to remember Jack Dorsey, he was at at uh, he never graduated college, he was at uh, he was at Mizzou, he was at NYU, uh, he never finished either of those, but he went out and started this platform, kind of like a a, a a Steve Jobs and Bill Gates who both went to college and dropped out. And I'm not sure what Elon Musk's um, pedigree is from that perspective. But the, but an interesting tidbit is this for me, that these guys were all at great schools, but they chose to go different than the traditional way or fall into the traditional model of what we define as success and have been massively successful right and so when we look at it from a new thought perspective uh you know the first the first sentence of uh, 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 uh of the science of mind textbook Ernest says i look forward to the day that spirituality and science or religion and science walk hand in hand and and that means to me when we begin to look at things in a more unconditional or unfamiliar way we will begin to expand and expose the greatness of who and what we are. And I think in a lot of ways, that's what's happening with these guys. But, you know, we have to, you got to have a check and a balance on it. Yeah. 
for sure. Hey, folks, we're going to take a quick moment and say thank you to some people, mostly our sponsors and those that make this network possible. Please stay with us. We'll be right back with more Ministers Talking Shit right after this. Stay tuned. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, for your continued support. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta, for your monthly contribution. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey, for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome OM Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Seattle for your most generous donation. And a special thanks to Hefferlin Foundation for your generous technology grant. And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a super special thank you to Dr. Tracy Brown, RSCP. Thanks for being a super donor. And a big shout out to all our committed donors. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our committed givers. If you'd like to become a part of our committed giving program, please head on over to the website, ntmedia.org, click on the donate button, make it a monthly donation, and we'll get you on the next version of our thank you video as well. All right, gentlemen, uh, folks, and if you don't know, folks, we've officially extended the time frame on this program to 35 to 40 minutes. So uh, we got a little bit more here. And we never finish in 30 minutes anyway, and nobody's on until the quarter of the hour. So uh, let's get into some final thoughts. What can we give to folks uh, in, in light of all this rambling conversation? What would you like folks to take away from this today? Rev Z? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think... Given the Holy Week, as we have said this is, where we have three three major religions uh, looking for, for spiritual renewal and upliftment, one of the key things of all of this is we're one human family, no matter what perspective or what vision we, we have. And uh, as, as, as they say in the Black community, we may have come over here in different ships, but we're all on the same boat now. So we need to take care of this boat and take care the, the 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 health of it so that we can all get to the destination safely so we're all in the same boat let's work together to solve these problems mm. yes Reverend bill uh be curious uh be curious you know when uh when the russian flagship sinks because of a fire on board be curious how did the fire start because it's possible it started by a missile strike and there's a different version of the story that is the truth um, today is Good Friday, and you know when I was growing up, it was there were there were lots of angry protests, Christians, you know, saying that the Jews killed Jesus, and my thought was, why do you call it Good Friday then? Because 
there's a bigger picture. Without Good Friday, there's not the possibility for Easter. So there's, there's something blooming. There's something that is possible here. And we are being invited to let go of what's led up until now when it's obvious that it's not working or even when it's become really comfortable. That's the way we've always done it. You know, I got my second amendment rights and that's what that means. By being able to be curious and let go of our assumptions that we've already done is okay, that opens us up to brand new possibilities. And that's where the magic happens. Yes, 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 yes. Mm, thank you. For me, today really feels like one of those days to, to remember, hug your family, hug your friends, tell people you love them, because deeply we really are one. And uh, we don't need to shoot our brothers and sisters. We need to love our brothers and sisters. So uh, we invite you to go out there and make today a great day, make every day a great day. Uh, and thank you again for being with us here on the New Thought Media Network. Stay tuned. It's Friday. We've got all kinds of great stuff going on. Be your own hero. Seku with Seku Rights <clears throat> starts in just about 10 minutes. Our morning prayer at 815. Morning Sip with Rev Melissa is actually on their evening schedule because of Pray with the Moon. So no morning sip this morning. It'll be later today. But we do have the good news at 5 p.m. Mountain Time tonight and the fireside chat with Pastor Michael at 6. So stay with us, share, and uh, and remember that uh, um, tomorrow we'll have Dr. Tracy Brown on the Science of Mind and Spirit conversation series, 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Gentlemen, thank you for being with us this morning. Much love. We're going to get out of here and wish everybody a great weekend. Until next time, folks, peace and blessings. Peace. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.